Let's talk to someone who's on the ground. Jordana Miller joins us, ABC News correspondent. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, just about a half an hour ago, we heard uh, sirens wailing here in Jerusalem. Oh, I, with my family, ran to our safe room. Uh, it turns out that there are about four people that got injured in this last barrage of rocket fire from Hamas militants, uh, four people in serious condition. Uh, but this is just one piece of what has been really um, a harrowing 48 hours since Hamas launched that deadly attack over the southern border. Uh, the Israeli army says that it has uh, pretty much regained control of the south. There are still a couple hotspot areas, but they have uh, killed dozens of militants that came over the border initially on Saturday. And they have been able to secure and seal the Gaza border um, because those militants blew up holes in the fence uh, down at the border there. Um, it remains, you know, an extremely tense situation. Israel's called up 300,000 reservists. And if we look to the northern border, we're seeing worrying signs of uh, of exchanges of fire from there. It began with two rockets earlier today, uh, and in the late afternoon, there have been uh, at least two uh, attempted infiltrations across the border. Uh, the Israeli army says it killed two militants that came in, and it looks like um, there was uh, a, a helicopter that went after others that were um, in its different section of the border. So it remains, you know, an incredibly tense situation here. Jordana, this seems like a simple statement, but there's no normal in Israel right now. There's nothing approaching normal. This is this is a war situation. People are taking shelter, as you talked about. Nothing about this is anything that anybody on Friday expected to be doing on Monday. That's right. This has caught the country completely by surprise. People are drawing lots of parallels with 1973 and the surprise Yom Kippur War. By the way, Hamas launching that deadly attack on the anniversary, the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War. Um, it's that same sense of initial surprise and shock, knowing that clearly there was an intelligence uh, failure here, um, but quickly getting into um, the mindset, at least, you know, I uh, Israeli civilians and the leaders coming together, uh, and now the only goal seems to be, you know, you know, how are we going to? The Israelis saying, how are we going to win? What does that look like, and how can we help each other? So, in a country that has seen nine months of massive demonstrations every weekend, now those WhatsApp groups have turned into, you know. Who can take in a family that's being evacuated? Who wants to drop off some, you know, desperately needed goods to this family or that family or aid soldiers who need to get from point A to point B? Uh, this is what happens in Israel during times of war. Uh, I was here during the 2006 Second Lebanon War, and I can say it feels familiar to me again, the sense that, you know, the country is at war. ABC News correspondent Jordana Miller in Jerusalem on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline right there in the thick of it. Well, Netanyahu has come out and said, you know, this is, we're at war and this is going to be a long one. Is that what you predict? Months, maybe even years in light of the magnitude of this attack? 
I do think that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is preparing the public for a ground incursion into the Gaza Strip, which will mean, you know, a, a protracted fight there for weeks, perhaps months, uh, which will lead to Israeli casualties. Remember, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been incredibly conservative and war-averse when it comes to the Gaza Strip. He was dragged into war there when an, an Israeli soldier was kidnapped. Um, three Israeli boys were kidnapped and murdered back in 2014, almost 10 years ago. Uh, and now this Hamas surprise attack will likely drag him into uh, a ground incursion there as well. You know, lots of questions about what the goal would be. Is Israel going to reoccupy parts of the Gaza Strip? Are they going to try to dismantle, you know, Hamas's uh, operations there completely? Uh, and, of course, the big question is, would Hezbollah jump into this war as well? That would change the equation. Um, it's certain to many analysts here that the U- that President Biden's decision to send a USS carrier here Part of that is to deter Hezbollah from joining anything, any any parts of what of this conflict. You mentioned President um, Biden there, Jordana. Is there any discussion about the the funding now? The president, and his administration, says the six billion dollars freed up for Iran has nothing to do with this. Any discussion in Israel on the ground there that that may have been an impetus for some of this? I think that the Israelis, I mean, from the prime minister to the defense leaders, feel extremely confident that President Biden is going to come, you know, and stand and support Israel in any way that Israel needs. And if that's arms or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, um, there's no, there seems to be no concern here that President Biden won't be able to, to deliver on whatever he, he, you know, he has pledged. Um, That, that seems clear. And Jordana, there's been some concern about American casualties. Last night, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer stated he was aware of four Americans killed. Are you able to confirm that or have any other updates on Americans either killed or kidnapped? So U.S. officials here are working hard to confirm and verify those reports. Um, they haven't given us a list. We haven't you know, received any statements. But it is highly, highly, highly likely that there were uh, some Americans caught up in this, whether those killed um, or um, taken hostage, because there are many, many Americans living here, uh, and there are many who have served in the Army. Um, I mean, in my neighborhood alone, I, I could name several American dual citizens who were called up and are fighting. So it's entirely, you know, it's I think it's it's a question of how many, not even, you know, whether or not there are. There, there certainly are. The issue of hostages is obviously going to be one, the, one of the biggest stories going forward, Jeanetta. Is, is this is this something that the, I'm sure they are thinking about this, but the citizens, they, they are their, their, their friends, family, sometimes they're, they're, um, they're military leaders. How, do the, how does the public get that message to their leaders that as much as you want to go after the terrorists in the, in the Gaza Strip and, and, and the other areas of the region that are impacting Israel, how do, you balance, how do you have that delicate balance of protecting those innocent lives while at the same time taking down terrorists? 
Right. Well, that's a great question. And I think, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu, as one analyst here put it earlier, has probably one of the most difficult or the most difficult decision to make of his long political career. And that is, you know, do you put the hostages first or do you do or do you put an invasion and incursion first? Because you can't really succeed uh, doing both. In other words, if the Israeli army goes in for a massive ground operation, they are also unwittingly putting at risk the lives of the hostages. Uh, on the other hand, if they put off that, if they put off that uh, invasion, incursion, uh, and they try to negotiate with Hamas with the, with, over the hostages, that could take you know months and months. Meanwhile, Israel's deterrence has been severely damaged by this. Um, you know, and Hamas could stonewall, you know, for months and months as well and not even return the hostages. There was one hostage that was a very famous case here, Gilad Shalit. He was held for an extremely, he was held for over five years. And when he was finally released, Israel gave back or released from prisons over a thousand um, militants. So, sadly, one woman I spoke with who was going to report her sister that was missing. And she knew that her sister had been abducted because of militant videos that she'd seen. You know, the, um, the uh, Israeli army officials at this, at this, I would call it a situation room they've opened, told her, you know, don't, don't hold your breath about your sister. You know, I don't, we can't promise anything that we can bring her back. Jordana Miller uh, from ABC. I, I appreciate so much you taking the time to talk to us. I know there's a, there's a lot going on, a lot of fluidity in this story. And uh, thanks for sharing some of the details and some of the story f- uh, coming from Israel as they deal with this attack by terrorists on their soil, on their lands over the weekend. Thanks so much. Talk soon. Thank you.